Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be Melody Ranch. Original air date, well, that's going to be the tough part. This original air date's not known to all sources that I've seen, but I did some digging, and this is what we came up with. Now, the title's going to be Christmas Party, and this comes from Melody Ranch with Gene Autry, and the original air date I believe, is December 22nd, 1946. And here's how we came up with the date, or I came up with the date. So they mention that it's four days before Christmas. So that will be the 22nd of December. Now, the year is the hard part because we have no reference for the year other than they did mention that it is a Sunday. So I looked up what dates possibly could be Sunday, the 22nd. 1940 and 1946 were the only dates between the era of Gene Autry's Melody Ranch, which was from 1940 through 1956 ish. And then I did some digging on the bands. They mentioned two bands. One is the Pinnafoles, um, and they were from 1945 through 1953, or January of 1953. And then the Cass County Boys. Now they were from 1945 to 1956. So that leaves the date of December 22nd, 1946. So I'm 90% sure I'm very accurate on this date. Again, this title of this episode is Christmas Party. comes from Gene Autry's Melody Ranch. It's going to not be the best audio, but I did the best we could. Hope you enjoyed this Christmas episode. Let's get into it. And thanks for listening. I'm back in the saddle again Out where a friend is a friend Where the long saddle comes down the road I'm back in the saddle again Welcome to the Melody Ranch Christmas Party with Dean Autry Yes, sir, your friendly local merchant who sells and displays healthful, refreshing, delicious double mint chewing gum invites you to meet all the folks here at Melody Ranch. Johnny Bond, the Cass County Boys, the Pinafores, Carl Kopner, yours truly, Lou Crosby. But right now, here's our Melody Ranch Santa Claus himself, America's favorite cowboy, Gene Autry. Thank you very, very much, uh, Lou Crosby and howdy, folks. Well, here it is, just four days until Christmas, and since we won't be able to celebrate with a lot of you, on that day we thought that it would kind of be nice to have our Christmas party this Sunday. So, boys, what do you say? We start things off by dedicating our first song to the little fat man in the bright red suit. Yes, sir, kids. Here comes Santa Claus. <laughs> Jump in bed and cover your head, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. 
bell ring. He'll come around when time bring out that it's Christmas morn again. Peace on earth will come to all if we just follow the light. So let's give thanks to the Lord above, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Yes, sir. And here comes Lou Crosby right behind him. I, uh, I sure hope that little fat man in the bright red suit does right for yours truly. Say, that reminds me, Lou. Uh, I don't believe you've said what you want for Christmas. Oh, I don't have to say, partner. Good old Santa knows I want my presents Western style. Uh, confidentially, Gene, instead of stocking just the fireplace, I'm uh, hanging up shafts with the seams come together. You know, more room for the swell saddles and spurs and ten-gallon hats I'm going to get. Oh, that sure sounds like a Western Christmas to me, Louis. Oh, but that's not all. Besides that, I'm asking for all Santa can get me of that grand old Melody Ranch favorite, Wrigley's Spearmint Gum. Now, there's a gift that's more in your line, Lou. But now that it's right before Christmas, let's keep the record straight for Sunday. It's delicious double mint gum. It's top favorite at Melody Ranch with everyone but you. So I'm hoping old Santa doesn't forget me when he starts passing out double mint. It's mild mint flavor is always a refreshing treat. Christmas or any day. And that pleasant chewing helps the fellow's digestion after those hearty holiday meals. Now, Lou, time for another song. A song that no Christmas party at Melody Ranch would be complete without. Boy. Dreamless 
that we all gather around the Christmas tree and start wrapping the presents we bought, huh? Hey, Johnny, suppose you wrap up that electric train for some... Come on, Mr. Fireman, I need mowers. Hey, wait just a minute. Wait a minute. Now, slow down there, sonny boy. Turn off that train. Okay. All out for Marietta, Oklahoma. Now, get that train wrapped and put Jimmy Freeman's name on it. I'll be back here in a second. Uh, here, I'll help you, Johnny. Don't touch that engine, Lou. You've got lots of steam. Hey, this thing's all right. How do you make it go, anyway? Well, don't let Austin know, but there's the S-W-I-T-C-H right there. Oh, God. Well, let's, uh, let's give it just one more time around the track, and then we'll wrap it up. All right, let's... <laughs> hey, what is this? What is this? Am I going to have to run you two out of the room? The train stops for no man. Stop that train. Come on, stop it. There's a cow on the track. Say, where's the switch? Right over there. All right, you two. You wrap the other things. I'll take care of this train myself. Always somebody to spoil the fun. Come on, Lou. Okay. Hey, Johnny, by the way... What, uh, what are you giving me for Christmas, anyway? You really want to know? Sure, sure. Okay. Close your eyes. All right. They're, they're closed. What do you see? Nothing. That's it. <laughs> oh, no. That's, that's gratitude for you. I got you a pair of bookends. Bookends? Good. That's the only part of the books I read, anyway. <laughs> What's all the commotion over there? I don't know. Let's go find out. Okay. There, you love. Have your tickets ready. Come on, Mr. Fireman. I need more steam. I knew it. I knew it. He just wanted to get me away from there so he could have that train for himself. Oh, well. Once a kid, always a kid, they say. <laughs> hey, boys and girls. While A-U-T-R-Y is over there playing with a T-R-A-I-N, why don't we all get together and sing a couple of songs? You know, Western style. Oh, yeah. All right, partner, give us the key and let's get going. Where I was born, I'll pass the one go back for me. 
like turkey and fruitcake. Now, I'd like to sing a song that spells Christmas to grown-ups and kids alike. And even though you've never seen snow falling outside of frosted windows or heard the sound of sleigh bells on a cold wintry night, you can still dream of a snow-covered valley and the pines, get to the pine trees that glisten in the moon. You can because this song will tell you how. Sometimes some of us forget it. We don't mean to, but we do. And so I have a hunch that this story may help us to remember. About eight years ago, long before I bought my melody ranch, Mark Daniels and his daughter, Ellen, lived down the road shortly. As the story was told to me, Ellen fell in love, ran off from home and married against her father's wishes. The old man was mighty bitter. His only daughter refused to forgive her for what she'd done. Well, weeks passed into months and months into years, and Mark Daniels became a sour, crabby, unhappy old man with mighty few interests in life. 
Then one day, four years ago, he received a letter from a lawyer in the East, telling of his daughter's death. Last wish was that her five-year-old daughter be sent to her grandfather for care. I guess it was just about the first of December when Mark and his housekeeper, Mrs. Sparks, went down to the train to meet Susan. That looks like her now, Mark. The little girl with the red coat. Here we are, honey, over here. You Stop shouting, Nonsense to be discussed around this young'un. I wouldn't exactly call a child's Christmas nonsense. That's what I call it. I raised one daughter with all them crazy ideas, and I ain't able to see this kid turn out the way she did. All right, Mark. It's your business. I'll not interfere in your affair. Yeah, good, good. Just see that you don't. Now, if that's all, I'll say good night. <laughs> Well, that was that. I felt sorry for Lucy. Her mother must have told her all about Christmas and Santa Claus. And yet, here she was in a strange world among strange people who were trying to teach her that such beliefs were nonsense. Anyway, a few days later, Champ and I happened to be riding by the Daniels' place when I noticed little Susie out front, swinging on the gate. Why, hello there, Susan. How are you today? Oh, it's just fine, thank you. 
That sure's a pretty horse. What's his name? Why, well, this is Champion Susan. Champ, say howdy to Susan. Oh, hello, Champ. Uh, where's your grandpa, Mrs. Park? Oh, uh, they had to go to town to get some things. I have to wait here till they get back. Well, I'm glad the Champ and I happened along. Oh, so am I. Hey, I tell you what, Susan. Uh, just give me your hand, and the three of us will ride to the top of that hill, and I'll show you where Melody Ranch is. Oh, I'd like that. All right. Up you come. Oh, it's the first time I've ever been on a horse. Mm. Why doesn't he go? Well, you have to tell him to go. Just say giddy up to him. Giddy up, Jack. <laughs> That's where Champion and I live. Oh, gosh, that's pretty. Mm-hmm, sure is. That's Melody Ranch, Susan. Does Santa Claus come to Melody Ranch, too? Well, sure he does. Every year. Oh, I wish Grandpa would let him come to our house. Maybe he will. Right now, though, we'd better get you back home. Oh, let's go to your house and stay. Oh, some other time, Susan. Come on, now. Tell Champion to take you home. All right, Champion. Here we are. I took Susan back to her swinging gate and then headed home. Because I had an idea that Mark wouldn't like my taking Susan for a ride. Sure enough, I was right. That evening, right after dinner, he came calling on me. And from here on out, Altry, I'll thank you not to come to my place no more. I'll raise Susan my way and I don't want no interference. All right, Mark. But I think it's a low-down shame that you're denying Susan a Christmas. Yeah? Well, that will be my worry and not yours. I'm glad of that. I wouldn't have such a thing on my mind for all the money in the world. Well, you're cheating that child out of everything the kid has to live for. And one of these days, it's going to hit home to you. Wait and see. Well, it was only a few days until Christmas. And all the Melody Ranch gang was getting ready for Santa Claus. Decorating the place, putting up a tree in the front room, and doing all the other things that helped to bring the true spirit of Christmas. Then came Christmas Eve. All of us were sitting around the fire, singing Christmas carols. I hope folks everywhere were happy. Well, we've been singing for just about a half hour, I guess, when I heard the back door open. I thought perhaps it was some of the neighbors who had dropped by to visit So without disturbing nobody, I walked quietly back to the kitchen. Hmm. Funny. How did you? Huh? Why, Susan? What are you doing here? Does your grandpa know you're here? No, I ran away. You shouldn't have done that, honey. But you told me that Santa Claus always comes to Naughty Ranch. I wanted to see him. He doesn't come to our house. Well, Susan, I suppose we'll have to make the most of it. But I'll have to take you back home in just a few minutes. First, we'll come on in and meet the folks. I want to see Santa Claus. All right, honey. Let's see what we can do about it. All right, quiet, everybody. 
quiet. We got company. Hey, what do you know? Who's this, Gene? Boys and girls, this is Miss Susan. And Johnny. Susan especially wanted to see Santa Claus. Well, what? Oh. Oh, oh, I get it. Santa Claus, sure. Uh, all right, Susan. I'll, I'll go out and look for him. He, he ought to be along any minute now. Here you are, Susan. Now, you just sit up by the fire and get warm while we're waiting for Santa Claus, huh? Well, I didn't know what to think. But I did know that when Martin Daniels discovered Susan was gone, well, there's no telling what would happen. In the meantime, Susan was right in the middle of things having the time of her life. And when Johnny came in dressed in his Santa Claus outfit, her little eyes got as big as saucers. Well, Susan, what would you like old Santa Claus to leave you? Oh, I don't want anything, Mr. Santa Claus. I just want you to go see my grandpa. Huh? Why do you want me to see your grandpa, honey? Because he doesn't believe you're real. Well, now, I don't know. Why, sure he'll go see him, Susan. Won't you, Santa? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure I will. We'll show Grandpa, won't we, Susan? I'll tell you what, Santa. You have all the boys and girls sing a nice Christmas song for Susan. I have to run out to the bunkhouse for a minute. That's a good idea. All right, boys and girls, or Susan. The only thing to do was to ride over and tell Mark exactly what had happened. As I started out from the door, I heard a horse coming in fast. I was pretty sure who it would be. So I paused for a moment to see what would happen. Sure enough, Mark Daniels swung from his mouth and started around to the front door. But then, just as he passed the window, he stopped quickly. Looked in, started again, and then stopped. Then he walked back to the window and looked in again. I stepped quietly up behind him and stood there watching his face in the light in the window. Minutes seemed to pass, and then something came over Mark Daniels, something that I'd never seen before. I saw the hard features of his face slowly change, and then, as he heard the boys and girls singing the songs of Christmas, he saw Susan sitting on Santa's knees. He saw the tree with presents all around. Mark was seeing and hearing the spirit of Christmas. Perhaps he was thinking of a Christmas not long ago, of his own daughter, Ellen. His eyes moistened. He slowly turned. Hello, Mark. Huh? Oh. Oh, howdy, Archie. I how just uh, uh, you've been worried about Susan, haven't you? Worry? I've almost gone crazy, Jean. I've called at every house around here. She's all I got left of my Ellen, Jean. Yeah, I know what you mean. I've been a mean old cuss. I don't know how to make up for it. A moment ago when I stopped by at this window and looked in, but something happened to me. I've found something that I lost. A long time ago, Jim. Yeah, I know, Mark. I'm glad you found it. Well, come on, let's go in and see Susan. No, no, no. I don't want to spoil her Christmas, Jean. I... You I... won't be spoiling it. You'll be helping it. 
Besides, it'll make her mighty proud to prove to you that there is really a Santa Claus. Yes? All right. All right, let's go, then. Good. Now, you know what to do. Oh, yes, yes. You just, just leave it to me, Gene. Have more company. Grandpa, Lord, Lord. Oh, Susan, my baby. And see, who, who's this fella? Santa Claus, see? And he's real. Well, now, he sure is. Well, hello, hello there, Santa Claus. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Uh, but Susan here tells me that uh, I never come to your house. Is that right? Well, Santa, I'll tell you. You see, for a long time... There ain't been any little kids in my place. Oh, yeah. Now, now I'm ever sure. But, uh, but there is now. I ain't there now. Can he come to see me, Grandpa? Now, if he don't, I'll, I'll be mad at him. But right now, I, I gotta get home and, and get ready for Santa Claus when he comes tonight. Now you're talking, Grandpa. Yes, sir, Susan. I'll be at your house tonight. Oh, boy, I'm so glad. But all I wanted was for Grandpa to believe in you. I didn't want anything else. My little Susan. Bless your heart. Jean. Jean, will you bring Susan home after a while? Why, sure I will, Mark. Goodbye, honey. I'll see you a little later now, don't you worry. Everything will be ready for Santa Claus, you believe me. And Jean. Jean, would you... Would you walk outside with me? Sure, Mark. Be back in a minute, honey. Never know what what this means to me. I don't know how to thank you. You don't owe me anything, Smart. Yeah, but you you made me see and understand something that Well, I've forgotten about all about. No. It wasn't me, Mark. It's someone else. Who? Who do you mean? Well, when you're riding home, Mark, kind of take a look up there where those stars are. You did a great thing for you, Mark. And you might want to think. Merry Christmas, Mark. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Jimmy.
Christmas, folks. It's been grand from all of us to all of you. Have a good time, and we'll see you next week. This is BBS, the Columbia Broadcast Season. This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to otrwesterns.com slash YouTube. And send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 707-986-8739. This episode is copyright under the attribution non-commercial share like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day, and thanks for listening.